Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Bite-Sized Cybercrime, the podcast where we cover cybersecurity news in bite-sized episodes, but also sometimes cybersecurity history. I often try to do a history episode after a relevant news story the previous week, which is what we're doing this week. Now, history in cybersecurity terms is pretty vague. We could be talking about some attacks from the 80s, the 90s, the 2010s, or last year. This happened last year. Last week, which is not exactly history, I did a news episode about the UK water supply company South Staffordshire being hacked. The hackers claimed they could potentially endanger people by messing with SCADA systems, systems that monitor and control the industrial functions of the water plant. But South Staff insisted this was not the case. You may have wondered, is that really possible? And yes, it is. In fact, this is a story of when it happened once. February 5th, 2021, at about 1.30 p.m., a water plant employee in Oldsmar, Florida, noticed his cursor moving across the screen when he was not touching the mouse. This would not be too out of the ordinary, as these computers were set up to be accessed remotely by administrators. However, this was no administrator, as the employee watched in horror as the cursor selected options in the software responsible for treating the water in the plant, the sodium hydroxide, or lye levels, being boosted to 100 times the normal amount in our water. Lye is in water in very, very small amounts to control acidity, and in these amounts, it does not harm humans. However, lye is a toxic ingredient used in drain cleaner, which is not something you should be drinking in large amounts. In excess, it can cause corrosive burns to the throat, and of course, bleeding, vomiting, difficulty breathing, all sorts of not-so-fun stuff. Clearly, this was an attempt to poison the water supply, and the operator immediately reduced the sodium hydroxide level back to normal and rushed to get a supervisor. However, this one man was not the only thing preventing dangerous amounts of chemicals in the Florida water supply. One very crucial part of security is redundancy. Multiple controls in place for one thing. If one control fails, you have a backup. This system had other safeguards that checked the chemical content of the water before it's released, but that does not make the situation any less alarming. Other water suppliers in Florida were informed of the attack, although it does not seem like any others were targeted in relation to this attack specifically. However, this was not the first water supplier to be hacked, and, well, obviously it wasn't the last. The Oldsmar Water Supplier specifically provides water to businesses in the cities, as well as about 15,000 residents. But employees want to emphasize that no point were any people in danger, due to the redundancies previously mentioned. The hacker was able to get into the remote access software, known as TeamViewer, to control the chemicals in the water supply. Not all remote connection software required you to be on the same network, and TeamViewer is one such case. So it's not just an insider who could have done this. Make no mistake, these softwares are secure, but admins need to have a secure password for that to be an effective control. If an admin has a weak, easily guessed password, the account could easily be compromised and important systems accessed. TeamViewer did not report any suspicious activity like multiple failed login attempts, so phishing, tricking an employee to hand over credentials, is very likely the case here. If an employee got a fake email that looked to be from TeamViewer, an employee could be tricked to signing into a fake login page, and that information goes right to the hacker. According to IT Compliance Compass, all the admins had a shared password to use this remote access system. That is a huge red flag. Passwords for systems this important should never be shared with anyone. Each admin should have their own account with their own unique, strong password. This also makes phishing an even bigger risk, as no specific person could be narrowed down to being compromised unless they were to come forward about it later on. However, no one may have even needed to be phished. Passwords shared among individuals, especially people not using password managers, are usually weak and very easy to guess, as it makes it easier for everyone to remember it. 
However, that also makes it easier for a hacker to guess it. Internet-facing remote access software like TeamViewer can be theoretically used by anyone, especially if strong password policies and access to the software is not properly controlled. All it takes is a hacker on the outside to know how to use the software. And frankly, if your security relies on someone not knowing something, it's not very good security. Someone who wants to hack you will figure out what software you use and exactly how to use it. Another issue I found concerning TeamViewer is that apparently the software had not been used for many months by employees, and if it was no longer being used, it should have been uninstalled a while ago. Maybe the company wanted to use it again in the future and that's why it was not uninstalled, or maybe they just forgot it was even there in the first place. Still, access could have been prevented if they wanted to keep the software, you know, just in case, and if they wanted to use the same dumb password policy of everyone using the same password. However, even with this method I'm going to mention, they still should have had different passwords for every admin that were strong. Properly utilizing their firewall would have prevented any external traffic from getting into any internal systems. A firewall is a security device, hardware or software, host-based or network-based, that can block unauthorized or unwanted traffic from getting to your device, or into your network. It's likely that during COVID times, IT techs were working from home, not using a company VPN, so they had to use the remote access software through the internet, and therefore, anyone on the internet could use it because traffic from the internet was not blocked. The firewall should have been set to block any external traffic from accessing the SCADA control systems. If someone is working from home and needs to use the control system, they should have used a virtual private network, which is a tunnel that connects them to their private corporate network from their home network, or even any public network. That way, their traffic would be considered internal and they would still be allowed to access the system remotely, even if they're at home. Water supply companies, as I discussed last week, play a very important role in our society. They also happen to be vulnerable to attack. And in the case of Oldsmar, Florida water supply, there were multiple things that went wrong and allowed someone to hack in and attempt to poison an entire town. Luckily, due to more layers of security, no one was harmed. However, there is still many missing layers of security. The shared password, the unused remote access software, and the misconfigured firewall all should have been fixed. Just one of these issues being corrected could have prevented this, but none of these should be issues at any company today. Defense in depth is the concept of multiple redundant security controls to prevent or slow down hackers from getting into any important systems. That was not implemented here. Cybersecurity is not limited to the online world. There are real-world consequences to poor security, and that goes beyond personal responsibility. Good cybersecurity is everyone's responsibility, even water plants. Thank you to Threat Post and Tampa Bay Times for initially reporting on this issue, and another thanks to IT Compliance Compass and ProPublica for updates on the security issues discovered in retrospect. They were super helpful for uncovering exactly what went wrong here. And of course, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Bite-Sized Cybercrime, and until next time, stay secure!